Welcome to Just a Thought with your host, Mark Short. I'm Mark Short, and this is Just a Thought. I mentioned several weeks ago, and I don't remember what the episode was, but I alluded to the fact that we live in a world that could use some really good examples. (laughs) We seem to have an abundance of people that if you're following their life and you're looking to them to be an example, they're failing and and you're not finding what you really need. And so I guess the thought I want to share today is along the lines of our world is in need of people that are good examples in a, in a lot of different ways, but especially we who call ourselves Christians need to be the kind of examples to others that people can look at and say, you know what, I, I'd like to be able to be like that. I, I wish I talked like that. I wish I acted like that. I wish, uh, you know, that my life was more like that. And so my question today is this, what kind of example are we? What kind of example are we? I don't know about you, but probably all of us had heroes growing up. Several years ago, I asked uh, Pastor Troy, who were some of your heroes? Not necessarily spiritual heroes, but just normal heroes that you looked up to. And he said, just immediately, one of the names that came to his mind was, he said, I always always thought Roy Rogers was awesome because he was the good guy. He fought the bad guys and he wore the white hat and he got the girl and he always came out on top. And I just, he had just a strong character, lots of integrity. And I loved Roy Rogers. And and I thought, you know, that's that's not bad. Uh, If you go back and watch some of those old Roy Rogers uh, television shows, uh, he was everything that Troy uh, described him to be. But let me ask you, who who did you look up to? Who were your examples growing up? There's a scripture in 1 Timothy, the fourth chapter, that calls on us, especially as Christians, to be an example. Despite our age, it says, don't, don't despise your age, but be an example of what a believer is and the way you act and talk and live out your life. An example, by definition, is a pattern or a model as of something to be imitated or maybe even avoided. Several years ago, when we lived in the southwest Missouri area, every year they would have a charity golf tournament up at Loma Linda Golf Course or out at Grand Lake at Shangri-La. And the host of that tournament was Mickey Mantle. And most of you, if you're my age, you know who Mickey Mantle was. Uh, He was an almost mythical baseball star who played for the New York Yankees, who feared he had failed to fulfill career expectations because of alcohol abuse and whose final years were haunted literally by self-recrimination. He died at the age of 63 of liver cancer. And the, the former New York Yankees center fielder and member of baseball's Hall of Fame said at a news conference that he was interviewed in towards the end of his life that he had squandered a gifted life and he warned admirers because back then it seemed like everybody wanted to be like Mickey Mantle. They wanted, they admired his skill. They just, they love Mickey. But he warned his admirers that he was no role model. He said, God gave me the ability to play baseball and literally God gave me everything and I wasted it. For the kids out there, don't be like me. He was an alcoholic. You know, behind the scenes uh, was a whole lot different than when he was out in public. Although, and here's my Mickey Mantle story. And I, I was one of those kids that every Saturday afternoon that the Yankees played, I couldn't wait to watch Mickey Mantle step to the plate because there 
there was always a possibility that he was going to hit one of those long home runs that he did so many times playing for the Yankees. But I went to the those golf tournaments uh, at Shangri-La and at Loma Linda, and every year he would station himself at one of the par threes, and he would challenge all the groups that came in. And if you'd pay like to make a donation of $20, uh, you'd get to hit your ball as you normally would on this par three, which is a short shot from about generally about 150 yards or so. And the bet was, and Mickey loved to bet, if you hit the ball closer to the hole than he did, then he would autograph a book for you and give it to you or autograph a baseball, either one. If you didn't, if he got closer, then you just donated $20 to the cause. But I, I went out one morning, I was by myself, had a couple of baseballs, you know, just never know because there's lots of different baseball stars uh, that attended that charity event every year. And, and we tried to uh, get as many autographs as we could. But one day I, I went by myself, the boys weren't with me. And, and I stationed myself out on that par three that different groups would come through on. And Billy Martin was with Mickey that day. And I noted real quickly, it was about 10 o'clock in the morning, that this guy would come through on a cart. And every time he'd come through, he'd have uh, some alcoholic beverages that he would offer to Mickey and Billy. And surprisingly, Billy turned him down more often than not, say, no, I don't need anything. But every time the guy drove through, the guy, uh, Mickey, would would take, he'd say, yeah, let me have this and another. Well, I casually got into a conversation with Billy Martin. And if you know anything about Billy Martin, he was a, he was a feisty manager of the Yankees that always got into it. He had a constant feud with the owner, George Steinbrenner, and all of that. But he kind of was portrayed as the bad guy and Mickey Mantle, of course, the hero and the, the great example and all of that. But as I've already said, the end of Mantle's life when he was nearing the end and knew he was going to die of, of uh, cirrhosis of the liver because of all those years of uh, uh, using alcohol and, and, you know, just not taking care of himself. He came across in everybody's mind as being the good guy and the hero. But in my f- just few moments with those two guys, I came away with a greater respect for Billy Martin than I did Mickey Mantle. And in the end, I think I might have wanted to have been more like Billy than Mickey, but we were we were standing there in between groups and there were pretty good lull, uh, you know, sometimes between the groups. And uh, Billy Martin came over actually and asked me, introduced himself, said, I'm Billy Martin. I said, yes, sir, I know. He said, uh, and what's your name? And what do you do? And so I told him I was a pastor and we got in conversation real friendly. He asked me if I had some any kids. I said, yeah, I got three sons. And he noticed I had some baseballs. And I didn't say anything. I wasn't asking for an autograph or anything. But Mantle had already made it known that uh, they weren't supposed to sign any autographs. That that was, you know, that people will pay for those later and don't give no autographs to the people that are watching if they're not coming through and paying the $20 anyway. And he was just, he was real foul-mouthed. Uh, every other word seemed to be a, just a really derogatory, nasty word of some kind. And I mean, Granted, he was probably already half drunk at 10 o'clock in the morning. So that was just his demeanor. That's who he was at that point in his life. And um, man uh, was barking at Billy Martin every once in a while. And Billy Martin said, uh, would, said, 
I see you got a baseball. He said, you want an autograph? I said, well, yeah, but I want you to get in trouble. He said, and he said something that wasn't all that nice, but he, he basically said, you know, forget him. Don't worry about what he says. Anyway, so he get, he signed one of the baseballs for me. I put it in my pocket. And then he said, you want his autograph? I said, well, yeah, but I don't think you're going to be able to get it. He said, oh, yeah, I'll get it. So he went over and he picked up one of the books. I'm not in the tournament. I'm just there watching. He picked up one of his books and, and he had said he knew what my name was and he handed the book to Martin as a part of the next group that came through. He just handed him a book, said, here, sign something to Mark. And so Mantle signed the book and handed it to Billy Martin, not really paying attention. And Martin slipped it to me and said, here. He said, have a great day. He said, give this. I hope you enjoy this anyway. So I said all that to say this. Sometimes the people that we admire and we think are the greatest are the biggest, you know, the biggest jerks. And the ones that we look at in public sometimes and see as being, oh, he's always on the man, you know, he's always on the umpires and he's not a very nice guy and blah, blah, blah. And I'm not saying Billy Martin was a perfect guy. He had a lot of flaws and he did his share of drinking and trouble rousing and all that stuff. But that day, if I was going to pick one of the two as being somebody I <laughs> thought would be was the better example, it was Billy Martin. And we're people that need to have an example to follow. For so many people in the world today, they find their examples on television screens and in other places. And sadly, most of these examples are not good examples for people to follow and don't show how to live a Christ-like life at all. You know, the Kardashians, they're they're no example. Uh, You know, back in the day, a lot of people wanted to be like Michael Jackson. As we found out, he was no example. I loved Elvis Presley, but by and large, he was no great example to follow after. And it's a sad thing to hear a kid today tell you who their examples and their role models are because the example that those people give them, often in a word, it stings. I believe that we desperately need godly examples for people to be able to follow. We need people who can show people what it means to live a Christian life and how Christ changes your life. Sadly, this isn't a tremendously important priority in the lives of too many Christians. Christians, but I assert that it needs to be. People are dying. They're going to hell. Marriages are falling apart. Relationships are disintegrating. The world is lost and without hope because we, as the body of Christ, as God's church and his people, haven't given them an example of Christ's likeness like we could have and like we should be. Folks, we're at a very serious place in our history. Time's running out, and for some, it's already run out to be the example that God has empowered us to be. We have to take what we are, who we are, and how we live more seriously than ever before. People need the Lord, and the only way they'll ever find Him is through Christians. That's you and me showing them by example what it means to really be a Christian. The Bible is full of examples of how to live our lives. We've got examples for almost every different type of situation we could be faced with, and I don't have time to go through all of them, but here's just a couple. You know, Abraham was a tremendous example of what unfavoring, unwavering faith looked like. We have an example from Job for how to be faithful through trials that come in our lives. And of course, the perfect example was Jesus Christ and how he lived, how he treated others. Years ago, there was a saying that became popular that was WWJD. What would Jesus do? The idea for that saying came from, from a verse in First Peter, which said, to this you were called because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example so you can follow in his steps. Folks, Christ is the perfect example to follow because he lived a perfect life. Not that we're going to, not that we could ever 
possibly come close to living a perfect life. But in the midst of an imperfect life, we can still be an example of what it means to live for God, to live like Christ. Another great example that we read about in the Bible is the Apostle Paul. He showed a great example to all those that he was around. In fact, he was able to instruct the Corinthians to literally imitate him as he imitated Christ. He still had an example. He was trying to be an example, but he was patterning who he was in his example to others off of Jesus himself. Paul set out and he, he constantly strived to be a good example. And I believe that many of the character problems that we hear about in churches and many of the stories of unfaithful that have uh, have something to do with not having spiritual examples to know how to follow God in the right way. We're expected not only to be an example to the world of, of a godly person, but also to the church. We are expected not only to be an example to the world of what a godly person looks like, but also in the churches that we're a part of. We've got to be an example. Our world is crying out for it. You know, sometimes you've got to know that not all examples are good examples. Sometimes just getting out of the driveway is a major feat during a bad snowstorm in the Midwest. Heard a story of a man who used his seven-year-old son's baseball bat to smash the slick coat of ice on his driveway. He got cold and went inside for a cup of coffee before attempting to clear the car, of course, in a different way. Several minutes later, his son, who had been outside with him, came in and said, Dad, I got the ice off the car. He said, how'd you do that? His father asked. (laughs) Same way you did, the boy shrugged with the baseball bat. Well, not all examples are good examples. We've got to watch what we do, how we do it, and who's watching us in how we do what we do. We've got to set good examples for people to follow so they can see Christ living in us. People should see an example from us as Christians that we are different from the world. We think differently, we talk differently, we act differently, and we view others differently. We show through our examples what it means to be a Christian. Our lives are an example that people will follow both non-Christians and Christians. We can take the example of Paul and others and learn from their example and apply the things that they've shown us to our lives in a way that will help us help others. There are so many different ways we need to be an example, and I don't have time in this short episode to tell you all the areas you and I need to be examples, but let me just mention four real quickly. We need to be an example in our home. We need to be an example in our workplace or school, as it were. We need to be an example in our church, and we need to be an example in our world. Examples of what? Christ, His love, His forgiveness, His mercy, His grace, His patience, His character, His integrity, His kindness, His tenderness, His understanding, His respect and honor, His truthfulness, His honesty, His ways. That's what we need to be examples of. Tell me that if we showed these things to those we live with, work with, play with, and are around regularly, and have a relationship with, that we wouldn't have a better chance of seeing good happening in all these areas. Folks, our kids' minds and spirits are being infiltrated daily with every wrong kind of example imaginable. Isn't it about time for us to give them an example of something good and right and positive? I'm here today because of godly examples that showed me what it was like to be a Christian, how to live like a Christian, talk like a Christian, act 
act like a Christian. I'll be forever grateful for those, my mom, my pastors, my dad, my friends, certain church members through the years who showed me those examples, showed me how to pray, showed me how to love God, showed me how important being a part of the church was. Folks, we need to pray that God would help us, all of us, to be examples of Him through our thoughts, our speech, our actions, and our lives everywhere we are, every day, before everyone we come into contact with. I admired Mickey Mantle's abilities to play baseball and hit a baseball as far as anybody could ever hit a baseball. I admired his athleticism. I admired the same things that a lot of people admired about Mickey Mantle when they saw him on television playing baseball. But I didn't admire the man whose character was far less than I would ever want my own character to be when I came into contact with him one-on-one those years ago. I'm not judging Mickey Mantle. I hope before his life was over, and I think it did, I think he did, I hope he found God. I hope some things changed, and I, I do respect him for telling kids, don't be like me. There's better people out there, better examples that you can be like. Don't be like me. But let me tell you something. I hope that I live my life, and I hope that you live your life in a way that people would want to emulate. They would want to be like you. They would want to live the way you have lived your life. Well, that's my thought for today. I hope that you have a great week ahead and you will go out and do the best you can to be as Christ-like as you can, to love people, to show them what it's really like to live in this world as the Christians that we've been called to be. I love you. I'm praying for you. Thanks for joining me. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to Just a Thought with your host, Mark Short. If you have any questions, comments, or have any prayer requests that Mark can pray over, please email him justathoughtmark at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe and catch new episodes each and every week.